from Outrun the Bear Media. This is Dads on Dads on Dads. Hello and welcome to the Dads on Dads on Dads podcast, a show about the lighter side of fatherhood. Each week, us three newish dads answer listener-submitted questions about dad stuff, dad things, and dad-adjacent subjects. Want your questions answered and your name said aloud on the podcast? Hit us up on hit us up on Facebook on the Dads on Dads on Dads page and throw us a like, or hit us up on Twitter at Dads on Dads on Dads and toss us a follow, or email us at Dads on Dads on Dads at gmail.com. Now, from time to time. Us dads might give advice, but none of us is a child psychologist or a plumber or an ace home renovator of any of those things. We're really not professional anything, so you really probably shouldn't take it. But we hope you have fun listening anyway, and we hope you enjoy coming along with us on our journeys through fatherhood. So let's get to it. As always, I'm Paul, and here with me now is Michael. Hey. And Colin. Hello. All right, guys, before we drop into the questions, gentlemen, let me ask you this. What's new in dadding? What's new in dadding? Well, um, I, I recently, my wife just had uh, a very large birthday, very important one. And, uh, a milestone. Milestone a birthday. milestone birthday, right, right, right. exactly. I have not gotten official okay to say her age on the podcast. <laughs> so, um, And you never will. And I never will. Um, so, but, you know. So I, you know, I'd been planning this for a little while, um, and I had gotten a, a thing of like balloons on Etsy that had, you know, the numbers and a big champagne bottle, um, like balloon. And you know, so I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go over to this friend's house and I'm gonna set it all up. She, she knew it, was, it wasn't a surprise party, but like I kind of wanted the decorations to be a surprise. So um, I'm like, okay, I need to go over like about three hours early. I'm going to inflate all these balloons. I'm going to put up all of these decorations. And then I'll go and you know, I'll grab some some food, some snacks and everything. Bring and who in. had the baby? Um, so I, I was going to have the baby. Okay, the whole time. The whole time. All right, so you yeah. expected to be able to go to a different place yes. <laughs> with your baby. Yes. And do things mm-hmm. that didn't solely involve your baby. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, just, I just yeah. wanted to check that. <laughs> baby in a stroller, baby in a stroller. Water. Okay. Um, we, we've been doing a lot of wearing, but, uh, I figured that the stroller would be easier because there'd be a place to put them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, in retrospect, I probably should have brought the wear, like the, the Lilla baby that we use, even though they don't sponsor us. Um, and, and like warn him during some of this stuff, even cause that might've made things. Wait, you, so you don't have a boba I'd, wearer? Who's and by the way, the, from the Boba Company, also not a sponsor of the Dads also on Dads on Dads not a, not a sponsor at all. Um, that is correct. Do not did not bring either of those things and probably should have. So, but you know, I, I packed I packed uh, packed the baby up, put him into the stroller, went left the apartment. You know, three hours, plenty of time to do everything I needed. He um, said with air quotes, plenty of time. <laughs> like, I mean, you need you need a lot more time. I feel like already, I don't know the end of the story, but I feel like already you're going to run out of time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go on a little. Yeah. I mean, so like I, I had seen some some helium tanks, so I went down to Michael's to buy the helium tank and then one-handed stroller and one-handed holding the helium tank brought it to to the uh, the apartment. Yeah, dad style. Yeah, dad yeah. style, exactly. <laughs> 
and um, started. So you had to do everything. You yeah. had to get the helium and everything. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, so I brought. I it never in. would have done this. <laughs> would you ever, Colin? Would you ever have done this? I have not done this. So I, <laughs> <the question. laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I also didn't really know how to f- fill a novelty balloon from a helium tank. Ooh, so yeah, yeah. Um, YouTube taught me how. It's it's really just you put the thing on you. you let Did it go. Did you work at a carnival or? Um, I worked on like. Twelve carnivals, but nobody taught did me you, how to fill balloons. No, did you really? Did no. you work on? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought, I thought we could tell, call you a carny. Carny folk in the room with us. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, I smell nice, nothing like cabbage. But um, uh, I mean, Powers reference. Who also doesn't sponsor this podcast? Right. But um, but yeah. So so I I, I brought him in, and you know, I was like, okay, cool. So I start filling the balloon, and Finn just hates hates me filling the balloons. Hates everything. Hates everything. What do you think he hated about it? The sound. Uh, probably the sound, uh, one of the, the balloon, the couple of balloons were like shiny. And so they might've been reflecting things into his eyes. Maybe it was just like, dad is doing something and not paying attention to yep. me. So I had, uh, Kristen, who's, whose apartment it was like holding him at the time. And, um, yeah, he would just like, just start yelling. And so I eventually did fill up all the balloons and, um, like, you know, got all that done. But, but like, at some point, not all the de- decorations were up. And it was a half an hour until the party started. I had not, how, how, how much did you have left to do? Um, I had just some streamers to put up left. and But I had not bought any of the snacks, any of the food, uh, uh, any of the, the drinks or anything. So, like, luckily, like, the alcohol was largely taken care of already because they, the most they just, yeah. Right. Yeah. No. It yeah. Did. Yeah. <laughs> I went to this party. Yeah. <laughs> alcohol was important. Yeah. But. Yeah, so like a half an hour is like Kristen can just take him, like try to try to keep him calm, and I'll try to fi- finish whatever decorations afterwards. And so I ran out, got all the things. Actually, rode up the elevator back with my wife because she arrived before I had brought all the food. And yeah, so it it, it just was not. <laughs> it, it, Took a lot more time than I expected because yep. he just did not want to be put down. Yeah, most you, of the time. If you had to, if you had to set aside today, you have this. Mm-hmm. They give you the same task. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, with you know, with Finn. Mm-hmm. Every you have to do the same everything. Yeah. How much time do you allot? Double? Um, triple? Do you not do it? I I do pay somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pay, pay for sure. I might <laughs> actually. So the I might try to wear him. And try to do the thing. So, like, bring him in the stroller, but then transfer him to a carrier so that I'm wearing him while I do it. So he Same might, amount of time? Probably same amount of time because there was so much time where I was doing literally nothing other than trying to keep him yeah. calm. Right. Cause like, but what if you're wearing him and he's going ballistic? Then I bounce him while I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, they call yeah. insanity. Yeah. They say the definition of insanity is doing doing the same the thing. Same thing but this is a slightly <laughs> different. Right, right. No, I'm, it's it, yeah. yeah. I'm it's modifying a variable. Right. Does well, he yeah. does he tend to sleep in the in the carrier when you're wearing him? Uh, he does. Del usually did. Yeah. 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 Uh, he he usually he usually sleeps, but he also sleeps in the the stroller as long as it's moving. Yeah. But if it's not moving, then you know. Yeah. But uh, but little little fun little bit. Um, after that is that you know i accidentally you know when i was running back and forth kept uh the keys of the apartment with me i forgot to take them out of my pocket so the next day which was this morning i ran over to drop off the keys and some tupperware that they had given us and um, i realized that this giant novelty champagne bottle um, was a balloon that i had not brought with us home 
And my wife was like, no, I wanted that champagne bottle. And so I grabbed it and also a thing of mug root beer. And so we actually have it with us in this. You have this ridiculous balloon. No, you're the worst. You're the, you're a terrible, I should have, I should have put a trigger warning (laughs) up. I should have announced a trigger warning, but stop, stop it. But Although yeah, if you do, if you do it a little further away from the mar- from the mic, you might get the a- 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 what is it ASMR? ASMR. You might get the ASMR yeah, yeah. people. I don't know why that wouldn't be. that. Oh, oh yeah, that's so appealing. That's, yeah. I actually, this you know, what, you know, this is what people tune in for. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> the crinkling of dags. You know, I I do um, I I listen to the ASMR things, and some of them, they, it's not it's not like a, uh, it's not a sexual pleasure. Right. It yeah, is, it's, but it's like yeah. it's like a tingling that you get. So it works for you. I think I think that's why I used to love the piano so much. Oh, interesting. Because with certain tones, you get a little like that that same similar. Uh, that's a nice feeling. Feeling. Yeah. With, you know, as you get when when you're listening to some somebody whispering or, you know, folding your. Right, right, right. Like you know, folding nap. It's like it's like a nice feeling. It's a yeah. pleasant feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or folding napkins or whatever, or whatever yeah. the hell they do. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, that's that's a lot that you did. <laughs> you did a lot. It, yeah. You should be. You should not. I'm not going to say you should be canonized, but you should. You know, you should get a clap on the back. Okay. We're still cloth diapering. Still, you stuck with it. All right. It's not every day. <laughs> okay. And it's not every diaper of the days that we do it. Okay. But what we're using the cloth diaper in is to is to cut into really is to cut into the amount of diaper waste that comes out of the apartment. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean that's really that's that's what we're trying to do. So I described it absolutely wrong the last time. <laughs> cloth diapering the way we're doing it involves four things. Okay. First you got the cover. They they they're like colorful covers. And okay. that is a diaper in and of itself. Okay. In, inside of that cover, you put inserts like these, like the cloth, like the square cloth strips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those go in for, especially for, you know, if, if he's, a, if he's, if he wets heavily, which of course Teddy always does. So those go in there. Number and then, one wetter. And then, <laughs> and then over that, you, we put a biodegradable liner mm-hmm. to try to catch some of the solid waste so it's a little bit easier to dispose a little bit of a cheesecloth sort of so situation. On, so on the, they're biodegradable so on the in of course we throw them out in a plastic bag <laughs> so up so out of you know out so it catches some of the solid waste so on the cleanup it's a little bit easier okay it so the, you just get the liquid poop the cleanup oh. the cleanup is so involved <laughs> It takes a long time. It takes like yeah. two hours. That's what we're trying to we're trying to figure out a way to get the cleanup time down. Because I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, you, you, Colin. I feel like you you guys just did disposables. You never oh, yeah. you never bothered with cloth. No, not at all. I mean, we're trying. We're really trying. It's, I applaud the effort. It's yeah. hard. It's I I cannot imagine doing it. It's hard. If, it's not every day, and it's not every diaper. So mm-hmm. it's the only the diapers during the day because in the in the overnight he has to get disposables. Otherwise, we're going to be no and no, no no nobody wants nobody wants to deal with it. So you're saying two hour cleanup of of what? What are you what are you cleaning up for two hours? You're saying throughout the day. It's you two have hours. to wash the covers. If you're going to okay, wash it, these at home, you have to wash the covers. You have to wash the liners, and we had a we have a. No, I, I almost wanted to say disposable, although it is a portable washing machine in mm-hmm. the place because we don't have an in, we don't have an in, in apartment washer dryer. 
So we have a portable washing machine. It takes forever to do it. No matter how much soap you add, it's always too much. I mean, there's nothing but suds. I mean, it's just it's suds. It's suds galore. Yeah. It's you know it's suds it's Frankie. All the way down. It's Frankie Saint suds. It's you know it's it's sudsy's sudsy goes to Hollywood. It's it's nothing but suds. It's so many suds that I I was like, did you know? Did you do something wrong? She's like, no, I added half a cap or or a quarter cap or whatever it is. Yeah. Like a vanishingly small amount of soap is always too much for the machine. So they ha- they have to be rinsed over and over because they you know they get too soapy. You yeah. don't want the buildup, yada yada yada. So it, it was it was too epic. Have Have you tried using high efficiency washer soap? Because I don't I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of that. I so so there are there are new washing machines that are high efficiency washers, and I believe you you I somebody may easily correct me on this, but I believe that the detergent for those washing machines is less sudsy than um, standard uh, washing machine detergent. So that's something that you may look into uh, as I don't actually know what I'm talking about. I could be 100% wrong, but I think there, there, are, there are some that are less sudsy. And Sounds like a good start. Sounds like a foothold. I mean, I mean I'll mean, i look into it. Yeah. I, 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 I'll be, I'd be happy to look into it, but yeah. the, point, the point is with cloth diapering is it's not so much like the solid waste is gross. It is. Mm. It's gross. It's gross it's to get poop never, in your hands. It's yeah. never good. It's like nobody likes it, right? Some people like it. It's the, it's, well, I don't I mean, know those people. <laughs> I'm not friends with those none people. None of those people are in this room happily. <laughs> um, the, I, or, or are they? Um, <laughs> no. They're not. <laughs> the, I mean, the point is it's the, it's it's not so much the use of them because it's easy to use them. You toss around cloth diapers all day. Yeah. And at the end of the day, though, you got a bag of cloth diapers that you have to wash. Yeah. It's yeah. the washing that can that can get epic. Yeah. So unless we can find uh, an easy, not an easy, but a less time-consuming way to do it, it's just too much. Yeah. Because if she's going to try to, if, if, you know, if Emily or I is going to try to do the cloth diapers during the weeknight, well, he goes to bed at eight, and I get home at six. So you mean from six to eight, all I'm doing is washing cloth diapers? It's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening, ever. So, I, you know, we're gonna try to figure out a way, like a bucket system. <laughs> and you, like throw it in a, a the, soapy bucket, the <laughs> filthiest bucket in New York. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's not the filthiest. Uh, but no, there's the you know you get a bucket and a, and a laundry plunger, and you just. <laughs> And you just kind of rinse them through real quick while it sits in your bathtub. Or, and, and are then you getting you, and a washboard? And then you and then you take them and then you take them to the laundromat. You get the solid uh, waste off real quick. Yeah. And then you take them to the laundromat. Those industrial machines that they have. Right. Yeah. Which I would feel terrible. To, you know, if you go on some of these groups, because I know Emily did, but if you go on some of these groups, there's I, there's there seems to be a mixed opinion about whether or not you really can or should. Yeah. Take your poopy cloth up, like your. Your unrinsed, yeah, poopy cloth diaper. Would, would you do it? I would never. I could never do that. I, I would. I would. I would never cloth diaper. So right. that's having having picked up the trash bag full of the disposable diapers that have accumulated <laughs> over a few days or whatever. It's a lot. It's the the smell is not something that I can describe that I would have anticipated <laughs> given what I know goes into it. So I can't imagine taking that bag it smells down yeasty. a street <laughs> to a public facility and looking everyone in the eye while right. I dump you that do. bag. I don't, I don't know if... I don't know if everyone Machine listening there. knows how you do laundry in New York, but you're actually required to look every last always person always directly <laughs> in the eye. Yeah, it, it, it negates threats. It's right. the way that we operate here. Yeah, if you if you do come to New York, and those those people who aren't New York listeners, on the subway, 
people love eye contact and it's, it's considered yeah. a, it's considered a local moray and rude if you don't make eye yes. contact especially with those people sitting exactly across from you mm-hmm. who look like they want to be anywhere else mm-hmm. but on the subway across from you yeah and the more walls they put up the more they really want you to connect yeah you got to be aggressive yeah they're looking at the book they got the headphones in you got to knock them down yeah to to give them a little hey a little nudge Hands are always good to involve in the eye kind. Like any kind of soft touch on a stranger <laughs> is welcome yeah. in New York City. Small of the back. Yep. Right. Yeah, yep. that's actually was the impetus for Strangers on a Train, the the Hitchcock film. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't originally about the crisscross. It was just about two people meeting on a busy train in rush hour during New York yep. and having a completely fine conversation mm-hmm. um, and not knowing each other. Yep. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that, that's normal and happens all the time. All the time. Okay, gentlemen, we've got questions. Believe it or not, people did send us questions. Well, those are those are good. Let's hear them. We got so from Emily. I have no answers, but I have no <laughs> answers. So from Emily, we have listener Emily. We have most surprising thing about dating. Most surprising thing. The most surprising thing. The thing that surprised you the most. Um, I think for me, one of the most surprising things is my ability to operate without sleep. And uh, we we discussed this shortly. It's like we're always a little bit tired. It's not that, you know, after a while, it's like, oh, you get more sleep. You don't get more sleep. It never comes. No, you just you just get more used to not getting sleep. Like when when we first um, when first uh, Finn came home from the hospital, you know, we were sleeping and it's like, okay, cool. He sleeps through part of the night. But like, you know, getting up all the time and I was just. I was a wreck. I was not able to deal with all of the the waking up uh, every every two hours, every three hours to yeah. to make sure yeah. he fed. And Asya um, was better able to deal with it, but that was um, in part because during pregnancy she woke up every couple of hours because she was pregnant. Yeah. Um, I have since adjusted to be better able to deal with it. Um, ever since. So that that was kind of surprising to me is that, no, I never get more sleep. I'm never not tired, but I'm able to deal with being tired better than I was. I don't ever feel like I'm 100% rested. No. Do you? No. When's no. the last time, Colin, you were 100% rested, do you think? Um, March, or you felt 100% rested? March of 2017, <laughs> I think. Maybe. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't remember when that was. Like when was, you got out of bed and, and you put both in there. Oh, man. I, stretched those arms. I think I, I was 12. Yeah, I, haven't, I was about to say, I haven't felt like that since puberty. Like puberty hit and I started sleeping in and I haven't stopped. I mean, mentally, I, I never. I 18 years from now, I assume yeah. I will have a nice... Like lazy morning, some some distant future day. I wonder why my dad was always up at all hours of the night, and now I get it. Because why? Like, or, or, and and was always tired in the morning. Yeah. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. Like it just it didn't. I was like, man, he's, you know, he's always a little, you know, always a little grumpy in the morning. Yeah. He always seems to be, you know, needs that coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I already before Dell came along, I. If I was woken up, it was terrible. Like I wasn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't violently lash out. That sounds like a, <laughs> sort of PTSD. But I couldn't make decisions. I couldn't take actions that right. you know, if something was happening that needed to be handled, it was gonna be the wife handling it because I was just not there. Yeah. And waking up in the morning, I need, I need a little time to kind of come to myself. And 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 that was before there was a baby, so you can imagine that has not improved 
since then. No, yeah, I need yeah. like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like Emily has not has come to not rely on me for yeah. for immediate things yeah. that Teddy needs. It's very good that night. they understand this. Like she'll she'll be bouncing and she's like, All right, I need you to get up and she'll tell me to get up about ten, fifteen minutes before I actually have to get yeah. up. And then she'll like, All right, you're gonna take him. Because I'm exhausted. Yeah. And that's it. But yeah, I'm not I'm I'm not there mm-hmm. early. I mean, I'm there early in the morning because I'm up. Yeah. But I'm not there on the sudden wake up for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like I couldn't just get up at one AM. Yeah. Are you are you better are you better at that? I mean, do you sleep I am the now. night? I mean, so so I, I sleep the night sometimes, but if Finn um if he's fussy in the middle of the night, he usually sleeps the night, which is amazing. But um if he's fussy in the middle of the night, I'll get up and I'll I'll give him a bottle. Uh so like that's that's that is my job. Um in the middle of the night, uh, as you will go and, and you go walking in your sleep, yeah, exactly. to the jungle of doubt, right? And the river so deep, river so deep, yeah. Okay, I've been searching for something. Just trying to get that Billy yeah. Joel reference in, guys. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> Every time we need it, yeah. 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 <laughs> Good old BJ. Um, yeah. So I like a I'll 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 feed him. Um, Asya sometimes pumps. Sometimes, like usually, she'll get up and be pumping, and then a little bit later he'll get fussy. And like wake up and I'll be oh, okay cool I'll go and, and I'll be feeding him the bottle while she's pumping so that way like if if those two things coincide you just feed him but since they don't and yeah. we're trying to make sure that both of those two people get as much sleep as possible yeah. um, I'm I'm just doing it. like but there are, there are definitely times when I'm doing that uh, if, especially if if he <laughs> took a long time to get to bed in the first place I'll just I'll be nodding a little bit during it, yeah. which is a little dangerous. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it's yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it, it happens. I don't know. <laughs> Just make sure everyone's in a good position. Yeah. So that right. if, if something goes yeah. lax, yeah. no one falls. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. fallen? Have you ever fallen asleep with them? I have. Yeah. Not, I have not done that. Uh, and it, yeah, in a rocker, the first night that we came that we were in our house with him, like we didn't know what you know that thing where it's like oh, like you're just suddenly left alone. With the baby, right? Like, where's the what? nurses? Yeah. yeah, they gave us this. Yeah, so we didn't. I was like, well, we can't just go to sleep. Like, right. that's not gonna happen. So we like did. Sh- I don't know why. And it was just this one night. We did shifts, and I stayed in the chair and held him. And then I would eventually, like, Amy would come in and hold him. Uh, and yeah, I didn't stay awake for that. No, yeah. no way. He was asleep for most of it too, and it's like, well, we could have just put him in the crib. That's what that's there for. But we just couldn't couldn't let go. Like, we just couldn't. Do it. Put them down. Yeah. It's tough. One night. Then we got over that because we were very tired. <laughs> so the most surprising yeah. thing for me about dadding, I think, is the is the degree, is the instancy, or is the instantaneous nature of the affection. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That was that was really surprising. Yeah. I, I didn't think I would look at him like an interloper. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was like, what is this? What but, are you doing but, here? I haven't made my mind up about you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like the 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 level, the 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 oh that's mineness mm-hmm. of the oh give me that mm-hmm. ness of the of the attachment was was for me it was instant. Yeah. It was when he was by I was in the I was in the room when he was you know, when he was born yeah. and it's like, Oh, that's mine. Give me, yep. give I remember me, that. Me. I remember that moment where it was like, he wasn't in the room and then he was, and yeah. it was like, Oh, like it was, 
it was astonishing. It was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And and why is he gray? Oh wait, he's not gray anymore. Right. Okay. Oh, is he okay? Oh wait, <laughs> yeah. Well, that gets in. My surprising thing is the constant fear and anxiety of what is going to happen to this child because it starts this. It starts at the same time. It's like, oh, that's mine. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. Oh God, what could happen to him right now? Don't web MD anything. Oh, I didn't know. That was that was a yeah. So when we were when we. When Amy became pregnant, I was like, "All right, time to time to read up." And you start looking at the, mm-hmm. the forums and stuff, and it's it's most of the things were either here's a horrible thing that can happen to a child or a pregnancy or whatever, or hey, this thing's happening to my kid. What's the deal? I'm like, yeah, it's kids. It just happens. Don't worry about it. Right. Those are the two like things basically that I came across, and I was like, well, none of this is helpful to me. Yeah. I feel terrible about this. Yeah, it's, stop it's, reading this. It's either Jackson Stenson syndrome. You know, which appears in you know, it's the fake syndrome that I just made up right now. Oh yeah, okay. you know, you know what I mean. I like missed, it, I it's it's the one. blank. It's, I, I think it, he yeah. has that. Wait, what? It, it, describe it. it he more. might. Right, he right, might. right. No, it's the two or three name syndrome yeah. that's incurable yeah. and you know, and only happens to a very small percentage yeah. of the of you know of the population. But it or, will, of course, happen to my child. Right, of course, yeah. of course, because that's yeah. the way it is. Or, it, yeah, in your in your right, it's just oh, it's just a thing that happens when they grow. Right. It's right. like, oh, that's totally normal. And my right. kid is like, there's snot coming out of everywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they're, yeah, they're <laughs> like, they're, there's, and they, and they send you, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of precautionary stuff that they do, you know, uh, at the pediatrician, mm-hmm. you know, referrals that you get at the mm-hmm. pediatrician. And without going into it, I will say, is it does lead you, it can really easily lead you down that, that Google rabbit hole yeah. of, oh, God. Yeah. How how much is this going to cost yeah. me? Right? Yeah. Like, oh how do God. I have the time to take care of this? Like to give him what he needs if, right. if this is a thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I told my mom about that, and she was like, "Yeah, thirty know, years later, I still feel that." I was like, "Awesome! I'm really glad I signed up for this. Um, I need therapy now." Did did he's going to drive someday? <laughs> oh, God. He might not. If we never leave yeah. the city, well, right? Not, right. Know, no, I, but that... or it'll be self driving cars, and it's not a yeah. Um. Did <laughs> did either of you know um that for at least the first three months, maybe up to six months, I forget exactly what the timeline is, they can't breathe through their mouths. I don't think so your kid, a child, can never be a mouth breather. Yeah. Huh. So a baby cannot breathe through their mouth for the first, I, I forget exactly the timeline, yeah. like, but like six months or so of their lives. And so... Cite the source. Yeah. What source are you... Um, this doesn't... This doesn't... I mean, it seems... The hot, so so I have a very specific story. I'm trying to... I think I didn't tell this last time, but uh, we had a scare with Finn uh, very soon after we brought him home where um, he he vomited up some, some formula mm-hmm. and it got in his nose. Mm, yeah. And as a result, like, he couldn't breathe through his nose. Yeah. But since he couldn't breathe through his nose... He couldn't breathe yeah, right? yeah. because babies can't breathe yeah. through their mouth. It's, yeah, it seems like they'd just be able to take air in, yeah. but they just don't. Yeah. No, they 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 can't. I don't. They, I guess the switching between the airway going into the nose and going into the mouth is just something that you learn eventually. Right. It's like yeah. it's something that that a baby can't do at first, and so like, but as a result, like he wasn't breathing, and like I was, I knew about how to make sure that airways aren't obstructed in an adult and yeah. i was like oh well his mouth is open he's he, that seems fine like i was freaking out because he was turning purple oh. and everything yeah. like we we called an ambulance like yeah. they came like called 911 they they came really fast and you know i had turned him upside down was hitting him on the back to to get all the the stuff out and yeah. eventually it came out of his nose he was a hundred percent fine yeah but like 
I didn't know that they couldn't breathe yeah. through their mouths. So that's crazy. I was I was freaking out possibly more than I needed to, but um, yeah, no, I like <laughs> make sure their noses are clear because <laughs> right. otherwise they won't breathe. All right, yeah. so we have sleeplessness, yep. never ending anxiety <laughs> mixed with. <laughs> Uh, a one of a kind affection. Yeah, it sounds it sounds about right. Yep. Right. Yep. All right. So, question number two we have from listener Amy. Some of you might know this person. Um, one thing. What is the one thing you can't wait to teach your child? There's. I mean, there's a lot of things. Um, but one of the the big things is actually, um, how to play around with electricity and electronics. Um, because like it, it was a thing that I did with my dad. Granted, my dad was actually an electrical engineer, so he really knew how to do stuff. But like we rewired our house, um, when I was little and, you know, I, I, he did, but I was there helping him. You know, he brought the, bought a new breaker box, oops, bought a new breaker box and like moved some stuff around and, you know, turned off the main power and, you know, do did all this stuff. And so like, that was something that I learned at a really really young age yeah. and my dad um, would have called a guy yeah <laughs> mine too Fair. oh my dad would have tried it and failed terribly <laughs> I, rem- I remember him going at my dad going at the door with a drill <laughs> to try to put a door knocker on oh and and all i heard was he's like all right i'll call the guy in the morning i made my attempt but i mean like i i replaced all of uh the switches in our 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 apartment with uh, smart switches, and I nice. was like, "Oh my God, you did this great thing!" I'm like, "All I did was I just op- you know turned off the main power, and then turned off the breakers, and then you know took it out, undid the wires, and then put the wires back on, put it in the wall, and turned the the power back on. That's easy." Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, this is not a thing that everyone knows." <laughs> right? No, I mean, we were, like, I I wasn't mm-hmm. ta- I wasn't taught it growing up. My brother had a couple friends, or at least one friend, um, you know, those kinds of friends that you get when you're in grade school. You know that like they're you know they're just people that are transitory and friends by proximity. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was... No, this guy's next to me. He's my friend. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So he was big into the art, the the cars, the building, the the hobby cars. Um, with yeah, the, yeah. And he used to tinker and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and I tried to do it a couple times myself, having no clue because you know I was four or five years younger, not knowing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And of course, you you know you look up for help. My dad's like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, you know, if you want a car, I can get you a car." But, you know, it's, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 no, I have no idea. Like, no, I mean, that was, yeah, that was never, that was never part of, part of growing up for us. It's crazy though. It's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Stuff like that. And also like building stuff with your hands and like, yeah, yeah. not, not necessarily your hands, but like tools, like power tools. Like yeah. we had a, uh, a saw, um, a table saw in our basement. And so like, that was a thing that I grew up with the ability, like the, that existed and I could do stuff with it. Yeah. And so like I, there were a couple of projects uh, that I wanted to take on in our, our apartment. And I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, grab this and I'll cut it. Yep. I, w- I can't cut that wood. There's no, nope. <laughs> I don't have right. a table saw. Don't have I, don't garage. Have, I don't have access yeah. to a table saw. Uh, there, there are, as it turns out, hand saws at uh, Home Depot that you can just use. Oh, like a tool rental thing. Yeah. Like well, a, not for... even rental. Like you can use them in the store oh, to cool. like. Hey, they okay. let you pieces. cut lumber. Yes. Nice. So like, I need this lumber, but I need it cut this way, and they've got some like uh, miter boxes and stuff, so you can just go in and cut a you know a straight line in in it, and it's like okay, well, this is the the piece of wood that I need. Nice. And I can take it home. So that's something that I found out that you can do at Home Depot, and that's that's cool. 
but I don't have the ability to like say, you know, create a groove in a piece of wood so that I could make a, a drawer of some kind. Yeah. Like that's that's beyond the the scope of what you can do. Yeah. Um, at Home Depot. And I was never like a huge building. Like I was never a guy that was like, man, woodworking is my thing. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, some basic things are, yeah, it comes are in nice. Handy. What oh, if yeah. you're up to no good when you're cutting the wood though? Like what if you're, you know, what if you're there on a goof? Like what if you're there to just kind of mess with people and you're mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm just going to cut a lot of wood and then, and then leave. <laughs> That's if, a lot of effort too. <laughs> what if you just want to mess with Home Depot? It's like, it's a New York City Home Depot. They definitely have rules in place because someone <laughs> has definitely tried so some malfeasance with right, the, uh, right. Well, like, with the like some protest against like I could see them you know all just clogging up the wood cutting line. Yeah, sure. like, yeah. Paul, have you ever tried to cut a two by four with a handsaw? Uh, no, I, we had shop in eighth grade, <laughs> and we had and we had then we had the you lecture had a table saw. Yeah, where the kid's arm it peeled takes... like a banana. That was actually no, it was used. That was used. That's the that was the scare you lecture that you get. That works right before yeah. you go to the bandsaw, and he's like, and, and here's what happened. And it's like a ten minute story, and he tells it to every class. Mm-hmm. It ends with and the kid's arm peeled like a banana. <laughs> like and that's and that was and that's and that's a, as you can see, it's an indelible image yeah, yeah. that has never ever left me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it takes a lot of effort. So like you'd really, really want you'd have to really need to mess with Home Depot to spend that much effort. I mean, if you're protesting, just, you I know. guess. Yeah. So, Colin, what do you what do you what can't you wait? What can't wait you? What can't you wait? What <laughs> what word, is it? You, are you can't rested, wait. Paul, are you rested right now? <laughs> word word convey, Colin. <laughs> Son, <child>. face teach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, overall, I hope he's curious, and I can't mm. teach that, and I don't know why I am. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where you're like. You're curious about why you're curious? I am. Okay. There you go. It's a never-ending. Yeah, it's curious yeah. all the way down. Yeah. Um, but reading, like, I feel like once he reads, that opens up so many things. I'm a big reader. Mm-hmm. I've always, my mom, I mean, she still does, but when I was a kid, there was a whole room, like one wall was just books. Mm-hmm. Like all the hardcover, you know, book club books that she had, and uh, I just loved before I could even read. I loved looking at all the covers and stuff, and just you know trying to figure out what they were about. She was into a lot of like horror stuff, so that obviously makes for way cooler covers. Right. Um, I remember one was just a bunch of eyes. It was just nothing but eyes all over the the cover. I loved it. I it's still a don't D and D monsters manual. <laughs> yeah. It's a beholder. Actually, yeah, that's that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, it wasn't actually horror. It was just their D and D collection. D&D. I never knew. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've got a, I got some bookshelves that make no sense for us to have. We moved. I mean, you know, we just moved recently, and it's like it's a whole thing to do the books. So, um, so yeah, that's I, I have those books because I want him to to see them. He's got his own bookshelf now with all his little board books and stuff. We read them all the time. So. That's a thing that I'm really pushing and trying to trying to make that happen. Uh, so yeah, and it's one of those things where you just you do it and you hope it catches on. You hope it takes. Maybe he's not going to be into it, but one assumes. Right. I I mean, if you can if you if you can read, if you're if you can read well, you can learn well. Yeah. I mean, I've told that. I I think I've told that to a lot of people. I used to teach. 
It should teach the SATs. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Before we, before we, you know, we, we make it sound all fancy. But um, yeah, but that's all. That's one thing you used to say. If you if you know if you can read really well, you can learn really well. And if you can learn really well, you can do anything. Yeah. You can do anything you want. Yeah. It doesn't because it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Because it's all written down anyway. Yeah. I but, mean, I guess certain things like certain trades, you really have to do have to get in there and get your hands dirty. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you could read and understand what goes into all these things, um, you know, then then I think you then I think you hold yourself in pretty good stead. Um, as for as for me, the one I think I I think the one thing I can't wait to teach Teddy is is how to is how to appreciate music. Yeah. I think that's mm. I think that's the I was a musician for a lot of years. Um, I started the piano at twelve, and that led me to. It teaches you a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily want to teach him the piano because I'm not even sure if he's going to like it. Right. You can't force that, right? Right. You should force him, though. I'm not, I'm not Beethoven's dad. You sit at that piano. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. But, um, you know, it's, if what it teaches, what it give, what it gave me was, it was a, a real sense of discipline and the kind of that joy you can only get at working towards a goal and meeting the goal and achieving the goal because it takes work to yeah. learn. And you see the results. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you see the results. And what's, and what's cool about it is you see the results in real time. Yeah. Like you see the, mo- the moment that it clicks and you're like, oh, wait, the only thing I have to do is polish this up. Yeah. And that wasn't great by any stretch, but I was good. Yeah. I, you know, I was decent. Um, you know. When you you know when that thing that you're working on clicks and you know oh wait no I could I really can do this this yeah. is possible uh, I remember I played a I remember there's a I took I took on when I was a in junior in high school I took on the Rhapsody in Blue it was like 32 pages um, and I and I had gave myself a year to learn it mm-hmm. I was like you know I don't I don't know if I could do this and my teacher's like just take it you know just take it a little bit at a time. And start building it that way. And the more you build, the you know, the more you build, the better you get, and the better you get, the more proficient you get. And the more you start working on it, the more you want to keep building. And actually, that's that you know led me to pra- be practicing you know something on, on the order of three to four hours a day mm-hmm. because you want to get it. Yeah. You know, and that's the kind of experience that I'd like him to have. Or if he just likes to listen, he'll never ever be alone. You know, because music can really be a soundtrack to just about yeah. everything that you do. Yeah. And I think that's really important. So yeah. that's I think that's some, that's the one thing I'd want to teach Teddy is how to is either, how, you know, is how to appreciate music in whatever capacity that he chooses to encounter it. Yeah. Um. So so I, I just wanted to uh, jump in on that. It's like the the whole like, oh, I, you know, just building something and seeing it in real time. That's actually how I felt about programming, which is pretty, pretty fun. It's like you do a little bit and you can. And you run it and you see the thing happening. You're like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I and made so, that thing. Yeah. yeah. And then you can also, like, the, the more you do, the more proficient you become. That's that's very, very similar to programming, yeah. which is, is pretty cool. But also I want to say you should absolutely force him to learn the piano because it teaches you so much about music. I wish that I was forced to learn the piano. No, you can't force I, it. I know. I feel the you same way. You can't force it. I don't know. You can't, you can't force something. I don't think you could ever force something mm-hmm. in the arts. Because like yeah. you gotta love it. Then they're gonna hate it if they yeah if they don't want to do it and you make it happen. But they it's, they, they, they hate it and then they like just randomly go oh guitar whatever oh look I can play it now because I know scales I know like all of this music theory yeah. that you have. That's to learn. also not so. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you get I, I mean I I wouldn't call I wouldn't have called myself proficient, um, 
at any other instrument other than piano. And mm-hmm. even I had a very low level of what I would call proficiency. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't, I, you know, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a pro. I wasn't a virtuoso by any stretch. Um, but, you know, I knew my way around the instrument. And when I was playing the most and when I was practicing them, I knew the instrument really well. Yeah. I, 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 found, I did find, because I, mm-hmm. I hear that a lot, you know, if you know the piano, you can know any other instrument. From a theory standpoint, theory standpoint, maybe that's true, but there's still a lot of different muscle well, sure. work that kind of goes into yeah. the guitar and, yeah. or the clarinet or whatever else yeah. you want to play. Yeah, I, I, it gives you a better bass, I guess, is what I'm saying. Theoretically, I think it does, but the guitar gives you a pretty good bass too. The guitar, like, if you're gonna start, I think if you're gonna start a kid in an instrument. Do band first because that's through school and mm-hmm. the and the rentals are cheap. Yeah. But if you're gonna start start them on something at home, I think the guitar or the piano is a good one mm-hmm. because it's it's the it's all it's all the notes. Yeah. I guess it's the complete kind of world. Yeah. Um. All right. So we gotta hit we gotta hit our last question. We we'll take about five minutes to do this one. All right. So this is from an anonymous through uh, via email. What's the TV show you most want your kid or kids if you have multiple? To see, Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> really? That's yeah. it. Just without a doubt. Without a doubt. And has it happened yet? Um, it's it. He's kind of seen a little bit of it, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I mean, so something that I didn't realize when we named him Finn was that um, he he is named after Finn from Adventure Time. Um, I did not realize at the time that Finn in Adventure Time is actually loosely modeled on Captain Jean-Luc Picard from nice. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Really? That's yeah. awesome. What and uh, under how? What what? Just you like know. his code of ethics, like the way that he he lives his life, his morals, like that's it's all based on Jean-Luc Picard, and I think that that's like that that is great. So basically, by showing him Star Trek, we're also showing him Adventure Time. Um, <laughs> Adventure Time is another one that's been important for him to see, I think, because like the I really enjoy the way that you know that cartoon is constructed. I I I believe in the morals that it um, espouses. In, in a very, you know, not preachy way. But um, I think that Star Trek The Next Generation is is definitely what I'm most excited for him to watch. And it's, it's a fun world. Yeah. Oh, it's a great world. Um, it's a Star Trek The Next Generation or Adventure Time. They're both really fun worlds. Yeah, They're really yeah. – Adventure Time, what I like – I actually quite enjoy the show. Have you seen it? I've always meant to, but I haven't – no, I haven't gotten around to it's it. It's a really expansive world. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. You're – you're sci-fi, right? Yeah, sci-fi yeah. fantasy yeah. kind of like it's, it's. He's got a Moadib shirt on, <laughs> yeah. so that, that's a Dune reference. Wearing a for those. Dune sweatshirt yeah. that I'm so, extremely proud of. So the so like the I would liken it. I would liken it to Tolkien's Middle Earth Adventure Time. It's 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 a really expansive okay. world with a kind of a really a, like a deep a, like I wouldn't call it deep. I would call it involved history. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. If there's a history to it, the the yeah. world is built out really well. But it it, it starts off like you j- it just kind of throws you in, and it's really fun at first, and then you slowly get the rest of the world as you watch, which is is pretty neat. Yeah, I think the creators got got a little bit more interested in some of the some of the deeper mm-hmm. uh, storylines. I don't know. For me, TV show, you know, you know, we don't. We don't watch a ton of TV in the house, but it's the real Ghostbusters. Please, <laughs> please, all the old cartoons. They're amazing. Yeah. Is, um, is I, the real Ghostbusters the one that had the gorilla? Do you know what I'm talking about? Which I mean, There were two Ghostbusters cartoons when we were kids. One real, of them was like weirdly modeled on the movie. They were kind of them, but not. And then one of them had a gorilla. The real Ghostbusters is the one that had the voice actor who played Garfield as Peter Venkman. Yeah, okay. 
Okay. It's that so, one. So, yeah. Yeah. And that was, it's phenomenal. I was deep into that. It's, I had the toys. I was, was big. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you have the house? I had the oh, house. I had the house. All right. Yeah. Did you have the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? Yeah. Unsatisfyingly small. Yeah. Not, not nowhere near to scale to the figures. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, it would be like ours. Like, it would be as big as us, I think, it when, should, we, were, it should when be. we were that size. I, I would think. hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. It was, uh, so yeah, it's the, it's got to be the real Ghostbusters because it's, I don't know. I think it's a fun fan. I think it's a fun kind of fantasy world. I think it's funny, and um, you know, it's important to me. <laughs> suffice it to say that he yeah. watch and enjoy the real Ghostbusters. Fair enough. I've got a friend. Uh, he's his daughters are older than than Dell. They're uh, almost well. One's in grade school. One's close. But uh, they've been watching He Man. Like the original He Man, and the girls are really into it, hmm. which is I never know how this stuff's going to hold up for our kids, you know. Right. Like some of that stuff you go back and watch, and it is rough. <laughs> like it is not what I remember. Yeah, some uh, of the Super Friends stuff. Yeah, the animation like, is gets the animation kind of like it is gets like me. it's like three, it's like three panels of anim- like it's so jerky. It's not it's not well done. Um, and just, but, you know, a lot of the, the people just like the unconscious attitudes towards women and oh, minorities. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, did the, they just, oh, the eighties were not great for that. <laughs> no. Um, I was always a teenage mutant Ninja Turtle yep. guy myself growing up. Yep. Um, I don't necessarily want to go back and watch them because of what I just mentioned. Right, yeah. Because like, yeah. The original movie holds up for me. I have yeah. it on DVD. Okay. I, I mean, I, our kids aren't going to care about that, but I right. still love it. Okay. I think that one I think that one works. For for me, I'd, I have a hard one with this. I mean, my favorite, you're talking about my favorite shows, we're talking about like The Wire, Breaking Bad. Like, right. I'm not dying for Dell to get old enough to understand how <laughs> broken the world is and how wrong humanity can watching be. the wire at three years old yeah so that's you know <laughs> your whatever. son seems a little depressed <laughs> you hear from the teachers later <laughs> yeah. well he's really into walter white right <laughs> more of a heisenberg thing really he but. keeps telling the other students that he's the danger yeah so, um, he said he yelled that he was the one who knocks yeah. <laughs> it's awkward um but i've watched i've watched snl my whole life and mm. I watched it with my mom. Like I started with the, you know, the Dana Carvey, Kevin Nealon, mm-hmm. Phil Hartman years. Like that's like my cast. You know, everyone's got their cast of SNL. Who, who cares about that show? Um, and you know, it's it's had ups and downs. And it'll, I think it'll at least be around as long as Warren Michaels is. And he's never gonna die because right. he's super rich and has some secret island where he rejuvenates right. himself every year. But uh, yeah, he's ageless. Oh yeah, he's like Dick Clark ageless. Yeah, I so believe I he and Bill Belichick. Both do some dark rituals just <laughs> yeah. in order to keep each other alive. Yeah, because yeah. um, franchises be. thrive on on them. <laughs> they live and die with them. So yeah, someday he's gonna get into that. I think or something similar. You know, mm-hmm. some kind of like when he finds things that are funny, like finding his sense of humor. That's gonna be really mm-hmm. cool to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Because yeah. SNL helped me a lot with that. To see what he's into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, all right, guys. That's all the time we have for today. Uh, thanks so much to everyone who submitted questions uh, to us, Emily, Amy, and our anonymous questioner. Remember to find us on Facebook at Dads on Dads on Dads page, on Twitter at Dads on Dads on Dads, or email us at Dads on Dads on Dads at gmail.com. This podcast is available on iTunes or CastBox or wherever wherever you get your podcasts. From Outrun the Bear Media, from Mike and Colin, I'm Paul. Thank you for listening. Keep on, Dad.